Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. My WPM is negative three. Fuck, I forgot about the bit. Me too. Fuck. I've been um, on intermissions for so long. Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm Connor and I have no idea. Fuck. She took mine. Uh, I'm Spencer and I was unprepared (laughs) And I'm Tepper and I never do this bit That is true I don't know why my brain refuses to understand that this is a part of this Like I know all about the sitting and the watching movies part and the talking about it But no matter how many times I do this it just doesn't understand that like you have to think of a joke and <laughs> I, I don't know what I can do to make it do that. Like, I should, I guess I should just set, like, a reminder for 15 minutes before. Yeah. It's like, think of a fucking joke, you idiot. Yeah, set an alarm. <laughs> this week, we'll be watching Independence Day, directed by Roland Emmerich, released in 1996. This film holds the record for most miniature model work to appear in one film. Model shop supervisor Michael Joyce estimated that more miniatures were used in this film than any other two films combined. Any other two two films? Is this two films? So, like, any two other movies have less model work than this movie. Oh, I get it. So if you take the second and the third most, I still win. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Connor brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, the world is over. Forever, I feel like. Um, so we started watching apocalypse movies, as you do, to lighten the mood. And people were like, what apocalypse movies have you seen? And it turns out, I haven't seen that many. But one of them is Independence Day. Um, I've seen this movie a fuck lot of times, but very consistently, uh, just like on TV. It, it's on tv a lot like i've watched it within the past year i'm pretty sure just like hanging out with my parents does anyone else have a personal connection to this film no (laughs) (laughs) uh myself i've also seen it on tv just some number of times it's kind of interesting interesting that you haven't seen it tepper uh considering the fact that it's just on tv so often yeah it's kind of crazy i guess that like i haven't seen this one because like it, it obviously like this is a perfect movie for tv and like there's a lot of movies i see in parts simply because they're on tv and like my mom's like watching them or whatever uh but this one uh never watched a significant amount of it um and, like, I've definitely seen way less notable and, like, way worse action disaster movies than this. Yeah, so it's just interesting that this movie has completely avoided me. It just doesn't like you that much, Tepper. I mean... It's just not that into you. Every time at the party, it sees you coming and it just is like, oh, jeez, here he comes again. I just... We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Uh, Please describe the poster and tell us what you think the movie's about. Okay. This poster's really cool. Uh, 
there's a giant spaceship above a city. Um, it's a really cool looking fucking spaceship too. It's just uh, the question of whether or not we are alone in the universe has been answered. And then at the bottom it says Independence Day. And below that, don't make plans for August. Uh, and it looks like there's like a beam coming out of the um, uh, out of the spaceship. Um, yeah, so this movie, yeah, this poster is pretty cool. There's like a, like a orange glow in the background. And... The text at the bottom's like kind of too small for me to really make out, but it's just like acting and like directing credits. Uh, there's not too much to talk about with this poster. It's just like good, like it's visually very appealing, um, without like slapping text all over the place. Um, and then like in terms of the plot of this movie, it's this movie is a cultural like a big cultural thing. It's been parodied, memed on, talked about. Uh, they defeat the aliens with a computer virus. Um, Will Smith punches an alien and says, welcome to Earth. Um, the president gives a speech about defeating the aliens and that it's today we celebrate our Independence Day and everyone cheers. Um, you know, those the, the, the three moments that make up this movie. Uh, oh, the destruction of the Sears Tower when the chip and like it kills everyone when the aliens declare war on earth uh yeah like and like this movie's plot like it's not a secret and like it's like rain of fire like you know like what, what do we expect from rain of fire well like dragons in the same way this movie what do you expect from this movie uh american locations getting destroyed and aliens hey if... america is the world i was just about to say what if aliens invaded the world and what if America was the world? <laughs> Stay tuned for Independence Day at 11. Uh, also, Will Smith being Will Smith. Mm. Is he ever anything else? One time he was Will Smith, who is a fish. Have you seen Shark Tale, Spencer? I did see that. It was his best. Or I mean, like, I didn't see it. I, I saw a propaganda telling me that it existed but um <laughs> it's the only thing you can play better than one will smith also i like the i like the idea of calling all advertisements propaganda i mean that's what it is i mean i'm not disagreeing it's just it's changing. just it's a helpful reminder yeah yeah like like, like that's more so what i was getting at is like changing the term yeah i honestly i picked it up from heather because she's just, like we'd be watching youtube and she's just like why have you not skipped the propaganda and i'm like <laughs> the more she said it the more i was kind of like what are you talking about the more i was like oh shit i can just skip the propaganda <laughs> um discussions of american propaganda aside well i guess independence day is kind of american propaganda it totally America's, is america saves the day the u.s military is good so, like, Amer Independence Day Resurgence is literally American propaganda. Like, it's funded by the army. Well, uh, basically all these... Okay, whenever a military vehicle shows up in a movie, that means it was funded by the military. Because they'll they'll give consultants, they'll let you borrow equipment, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. That's why um, Apocalypse Now 
was pretty significant because the U.S. military, because like the, they'll have a say, like they'll go like, well, we, if you want our like funding or help for your movie, you need to change this in your script. Uh, Apocalypse Now, obviously being a very anti-military, anti-American movie, um, they said like, fuck you guys, we'll borrow vehicles from the Soviets, uh, which they did. Uh, hmm. The helicopter in that movie is, uh, uh, the, yeah, they borrowed from the Soviets. All right. See you after the film. The signal's going to disappear and the countdown's going to be over. And then what? Checkmate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I got to call my brother. I better call my housekeeper. I got to call my lawyer. Ah, forget my lawyer. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? It was pretty good. Yeah. It was fine. Like, it's a perfectly fine apocalypse movie. Yeah. How long is that movie again? Two and a half hours or something yeah. like that? And boy, does it feel it. Yeah. Uh, it's a long fucking movie. It feels like in retrospect, but not while it was happening. Yeah, that's what I was going to follow up with, is like, I was definitely invested the whole way through. There was only really, like, one subplot where I was like, eh, could have done without this. Which one's which one's that? Uh, the drunk pilot. Right, I figured. Yeah, like definitely any of the parts he was in felt like a drag, but like everything else, I was overall like you know, similar to what you were saying, Spencer. It's like oh wow, like looking back, it's like wow that was a long movie, but in the moment to moment, definitely didn't feel it. Um, it's it's really neat doing this movie after the core. Hmm. because this movie is so much better than the core. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and the, the reason I make this comparison is, um, all the destruction scenes look so much better in this movie. Oh, you think so? Really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I disagree. Really? Um, That's, okay. everything looked weightless and it looked like, um, Nothing looked like it was getting pushed away by an explosion. It all looked like it was getting pushed away by like Winnie the Pooh wind. Yeah. So so let, let me like let everything me, like tumbled. Let let me like dig into it a bit more. Um, any of the scenes with the cars getting like flipped and stuff like that definitely hasn't aged well. But all the miniatures exploding, like the city buildings exploding outwards, like the what, like all that stuff, I feel looks really good. Like compare hmm. that to the Roman Colosseum. Uh, uh, getting destroyed in the core, and like this is so much nicer. That's fair, but like the the cars flipping and stuff like that was the time, and it seems like the frame rate was lower on those too. Uh, like, uh, well, like, yeah, like, and they just did it so much. Like every yeah. twenty minutes, it was like, what yeah. if more cars got blown about by the wind? And I was like, I. I get it. The aliens can push the cars around, but like it didn't, it didn't look real. And like the other thing is, is like this suffered from uh, like, er, like this era of Hollywood effects. Um, fireball does not equal explosion. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like shooting flaming gasoline out from behind someplace where the audience can't see. Like that's not what happens when things explode. And like, I understand that there have to be like affordances made for movies, but like, I think I think 
what I'm kind of coming around to with this criticism is like all of the things that they could have gotten away with if it was like once or twice. I I was like, no, they were doing it a yeah. lot. I, I I can understand that. It's just like an explosion like pushes out with force. A fireball is just like. Yeah. Well, like what I like, like, like I said, I was really impressed with the um, like building destruction scenes with the miniatures and stuff. Like the spaceships falling, exploding outwards, like that kind of stuff. Anything mm-hmm. to do with the cars, I was like, please stop. The the yeah the, the like explosion like fireball rings were they they seemed very slow most of the time. You're just like, oh, it sure sure is coming. When yeah. you're like, oh my god, guys, there's a ticking clock. We're in a tunnel and there's a wall of fire coming. She's like, I wonder if I can kick down this door in time. I'm like, I wonder if she can kick down this door in time. And then she does, and she goes like, wait, my fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. And it goes, doggo. And the doggo's like, oh, what? And then she's like, come on, doggo. And he's like, oh yeah, that seems like a good idea. And then he kind of like saunters over and then just in time, wall of fire. And I'm like, yeah, okay, she had like a long yeah. time after she got in there. That, that scene... I was like a 70% sure that that scene was in this movie because I remember seeing some discussion or seeing it somewhere. I was like, is this in this movie? I can't remember, but I feel like that kind of like that, that, that scene is like the tone of this movie. Like just like, of course the dog makes it. But Hmm. also the other thing is like it, it, it would have been shorter, more sensical and thematically better to have had the dog with her. Yeah. And then have her just make it through the door in time. Like, you see how, like, I care a lot about her. And, like, don't get me wrong, neat dog. Right? But, like, when she gets through and I'm like, woo! And then it's like, and then she had another minute. I was like, oh. Uh, okay, okay. Well, well, and, like, I like this is really that tone of movie and, like, style of movie where it's like, no, like, what about the dog? Like, and you can imagine audiences, like, like gasping, like, oh, will the do- cute dog make it? And it's like, yeah. um, or like I hope it, the dog like burns to death. If her son fell behind and the dog went and grabbed him or something. like Yeah, yeah, something like that would have been... Something more than just a dog standing still in the middle of a mass panic. Yeah. That is the most golden retriever shit, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck Dumbass fucking dogs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would be like jumping around excited because there's so many people around. Yeah, it wouldn't just be standing still staring while its owner leaves. Like, it was following her up till this point, then she was like, wait here while I kick down this door. Also, legs strong as fuck. Pretty sure that had a padlock on it. Yeah, well, I mean, what do like, you, why do you think she's been training her whole life as an exotic yeah, dancer? She's an exotic dancer. They have hella legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, st- well, you, st- well, you uh, practice the book. <laughs> uh but like honestly this is kind of like nitpicky stuff it was it was how would i say like it is the like archetypical um disaster movie like this is exactly what i would expect from something like this yeah it did it did like a pretty good representation of like showing the world not just america Ah, hello, my... African children yeah. with spears and yeah, it was <laughs> pretty racist about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is in the Middle East. Where in the Middle East? <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. French man smoking cigarettes. Like <laughs> yes, but it it, it 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 bothered to show them, which is more than a lot of the movies from this time were going to bother doing. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I totally get the point you're going for. It's just, like, funny how, like... Yeah, well, I mean, obviously those African kids took out that spaceship with those spears. <laughs> like, duh. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, like, like, it was fine. They like said they was... had, like, a few minutes of their shields being down, and then they're like, alright, we spent five minutes figuring out how to take out one. Time to contact the rest of the world by Morse code and tell them how they to do it. They said a matter of minutes. They did not say how many. I think it was supposed to be like 20. Sure. Okay. I feel because like that's how long they lost. I thought they told them first. Like, I thought they said, like, hey, guys, heads up. We're going to we're going to. Well, they said this. we they said we're going to do this coordinated attack. But then yeah. they they almost failed to take down one. And then they're like, all right, tell everyone how to do it. Yeah, they Morse code like attack the weak point. Also, that like I feel canon. like I feel like if you if I feel like matter of minutes is a bit less than twenty. I feel like yeah, better... but when they get to the scene and ask like if the two delivery guys are back, they're just yeah, like we lost contact with them twenty, 20 minutes, minutes ago. Yeah. So I'm just like that's probably like when all this shit happened. I mean, yeah, was, yeah. I just read. Uh, well, it's unclear when they lost contact because they knew that they were uploading the virus. I don't know. I uh, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, like I don't want us to get, like, dragged down into nitpicking, like, tiny, small details like that, because it's kind of, like, worthless. Though. It's kind of worthless film criticism, like. Since when know. were we film critics? Never, but I, I want to hold us to a slightly higher standard. <laughs> we're not cinema sins. Um, but, uh, uh, uh. Fellas, is it gay to smoke a cigar with your homie in an alien spaceship? No, never. <laughs> um, Jeff Goldblum was... So, Jeff Goldblum smoking a cigarette is too hot. You can continue now. <laughs> I like angry drunk Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Just break like, shit. I, the, this movie didn't... I want to keep on saying this movie didn't give me time to care, but it was so fucking long. But, <laughs> yeah. like, there were just so many things where, like, why did Jeff Goldblum get angry drunk? Like, I understand. nukes, I think. Because we were destroyed. Like, because, we're, because people aren't recycling their Coca-Colas. Exactly. Like, he's mad that we nuked it, but then I'm just sitting there going, like, but, but dude, like. World's if, ending, bro. Like, okay. Three weeks ago, off the top of your head, come up with the one good reason to use nukes. <laughs> the Soviets. <laughs> the core. The like, core has stopped yeah. spinning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The core has stopped spinning. But like, worldwide alien invasion is like, I think a top five At list of like try. pretty okay reasons to try a nuke. Yeah, and like if it doesn't work, don't don't try and it like, anymore. It's not like they, they shot did. off forty. Yeah. yeah. And remember when they're like, if we shoot a nuke, then everyone else is going to shoot a nuke. And then they shot a nuke and they're like, huh. And then like, nobody else shot nukes. So it seems like that was really super responsible. It was, um, yeah, uh, this movie is very long and has way too many fucking characters. I was going to say it has so many characters and they're all, they all have so many unrelated plots like at least lord of the rings subdivides everybody into little clans of who i'm paying attention to so like i don't yeah really have to think about too much about what gimli himself is doing i just kind of know that like he's he's hanging out with aragon and legolas well and Aragorn. also yeah and but 
that's also like three movies, right? Like this is one two and a half hour movie. And there's so many characters. Yeah, and like sometimes the plots linking up was like cool, like uh um Will Smith getting picked up by like the drunk pilot and stuff like that. Like that was like kinda neat. But there was like too few of that to really justify why I should care about these people. Um mm-hmm. the subplot with uh Will Smith's girlfriend I thought that was neat. Like, I liked the scenes of them going through post-disaster L.A., right? They were in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a question about Will Smith's girlfriend. Does NASA, like, have a policy against being married to strippers? It seems like NASA probably shouldn't care. She was... They weren't married. Yeah. Well, that's where he's like... He just didn't get the job. Because his buddy is like, I thought you were going to dump her. And then he's like, you know, you can't, like, get hired at NASA if you're, like, married to the stripper, man. I mean, like, it's, like, it, like, he could potentially get the job, but it could also potentially be scandalous, right? Like, I feel, though, like, maybe she could stop being a stripper if he worked at NASA. Maybe she doesn't want to stop being a stripper. Maybe she loves It's empowering. Maybe she likes stripping more than Will Smith. Sex positivity. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, I don't know, think I that know. NASA interviews yeah, based no, on it, who you're married it, to. It's like a minor point. Yeah. Uh, oh man, the fucking news just like, uh, asks the city of, the citizens of LA to stop shooting their handguns at the spacecraft. Yes! Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's so accurate. Yeah, and, like, the end of the world party, like, or not end of the world parties, but, like, welcome parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there is. But, yeah, I feel like they could have removed the entire subplot with the drunk pilot and, like, this movie would be better for it. I think they could have introduced a lot of characters later and still kept basically the same cast. Like, we got introduced to literally everyone in the first, like, ten minutes. And we saw, and we saw, we saw like vaguely like a full day of their lives at semi-normal, except for Data, who we could have seen so much more of. Who sorry, Date L- Lieutenant Commander Data. Uh, he plays the 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 Area Fifty One scientist. This Is it Brent Spiner, crazy guy with the long hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's oh. Data. Huh. Yeah, I did not notice. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have seen more of him. I, he should have been in the movie more. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I... Yeah, I guess... He just yeah, got, he de- he's dead-jimmed. Yeah, um, I gotta say, that scene was pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, that was creepy as fuck. Like, the whole taking off the suit, and then it gets up, and... Uh, that was uncomfortable to watch. I thought the scientist was used kind of effectively. Like, I didn't oh, really yeah. need to see much more of him than what I saw. Yeah, I, I so. think this is Spencer's personal bias coming through. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, I, I just liked him. Like, yeah, we had like, we had so many people that I had iffy amounts of caring about. I would have had more of him. Yeah. Spencer likes seeing representations of himself on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare to see a, a white male on screen, like... You gotta get get what you can. I don't know what I want to talk about next about this movie. It was like pretty solid across the board. So obviously the aliens knew that blowing up the White House 
was important because the White House isn't very big. Like, it seems like they chose largely big targets. I guess the idea was supposed to be like that they, they, they've been like surveilling us. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But also, like, it seems like they kind of super didn't need to because they could just scorched earth the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, the feeling I got from the movie was like, especially when they saw the army or whatever, was they wanted to like destroy all the major population centers and then send in their army to kind of like murder the stragglers. So on that note, uh, at the end, when we're all like happy and cheering, like there are still thousands of aliens alive in those ships. Yeah. Well, also like a lot of fighters like that didn't get taken down. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that wasn't the mothership. It was a mothership, right? Like, well, I mean, when he's like, I saw, to I saw into his brain. The, the... Oh, dude. Yeah, but like, sure. he's like, I saw into his brain. They're like locusts, and they just go across the world, like, across the universe, devouring things. That's their whole empire. Like, you'd think that this would be like, they'd be like, oh, next time we'll send two. Or, like, no, um... not let them hack us. I mean, you you can read it that way, but... Yeah, I think it was the mothership. Like, I feel like they were like, okay, done with that planet, time to get on our giant mothership and go to another one. I mean, according to the 2016 movie, it's not the mothership, but... Yeah. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. Unless it's a different alien race. We can't let that race, our brains, I... though. I haven't seen the new one, so I wouldn't know if it's the same you know aliens or not. Admittedly, we know very little about these aliens, except that they have, like, 1990s, early 2000s touchscreen interfaces on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And they're vulnerable like us, but not telepathic vulnerability. Seems like they can just ruin us that way. They use something, yeah. they use something equivalent to binary. Fuck. At the beginning of that movie, when he just gets a piece of paper printed out with a bunch of ones and fucking zeros uh, on it i was just like oh damn yeah hot fuck i just have to go like hold on i have to print something before this meeting i just print out like 30 sheets of ones and fucking zeros yeah so like, can't you tell look at this it's counting down <laughs> also if his wife didn't hang up on him a lot more people would be alive yeah yeah yeah, she bears a lot of the blame. Yeah, like when the president was like, oh, if only we'd evacuated more, I was waiting for her to go like, well, that was kind of my fault. But Mommy! Like, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry, I didn't hear out my ex-husband, even though he told so, me it was critically important. I'd like to ask you guys this question. The president's wife seemed like super old for him, right? Like... Yes, no. She just seemed mm. like maybe 10 years older than him. At least to my eyes. What's eye. wrong with that, Spencer? Yeah, Spencer, Nothing. explain I'm your just, thoughts. I'm just saying that he's so obviously supposed to be like squished through the Play-Doh mold of Americana that yeah. like, I'm surprised that he didn't also have a mid-30-somethings hot blonde wife to be sad about <laughs> with his like perfect child who asks if mommy's gone to sleep. <laughs> yeah i was kind She's of surprised sleeping. they like straight up killed her yeah i i honestly thought this movie would like let her live yeah she served her purpose but this again is where like i think the real weird thing about this movie is like the reason it feels so short is they don't actually spend any time like 
building a lot of stakes because they pinball all over the place so much. So like when her wife, when his wife died, I was like, oh yeah, I guess we saw her twice. Yeah. She had like a deal to close. And like when she died, I was like, I know that this should be emotionally impactful because the music is telling me that it should. And there's a child, but like, I don't, I didn't like understand the bond between him and her other than wife, business wife. Can we have a new column? And making kind of awkward... Jo- I mean, it's the business dad column. Uh, <laughs> uh, making kind of awkward jokes about sleeping next to a hot hot young brunette about his own daughter. Yeah, like... It's a weird, just, weird one. Like, they should have spent more or less time on a lot of things. But she yeah. had interviews to do. I wonder who they hired. Definitely a lot of characters were kind of, like, half-baked. I, th- I think that's one of my biggest issues with this movie is, like, they really should have trimmed down the cast a bit and given more time on those characters. Because, like, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum were the, like, two two best characters in my mind. And, like, obviously, like, kind of, like, the stars of the movie, other than the president. Who plays the president, by the way? Yes. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I, I, I know I recognize him. Bill Pullman. From such notable movies as Independence Day and Independence Day Resurgence and Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is in Spaceballs. That's what you know him from, Tab. Yeah, he sure is Lone Star. <gasps> oh, wow. Fuck, that's where I recognize him from. God damn. That's the big one. What seeing. a career. Yeah, but uh, th- those, like, those three, like, the three of them were definitely the main characters, and, like, they, they, it felt pretty satisfying, like, them, but it's, like, a lot of the supporting cast were just kind of... Yeah. Eh. Uh, like, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, and uh, Will Smith, most of their dialogue was improvised, and it landed really well like really interesting yeah like jeff goldblum and like his and his father judge hirsch were just very good uh, but i'm not jewish nobody's perfect <laughs> oh man his dad was really good yeah um the fuck it he's just like just uh what was it uh like yes dad all all um C- cable guys can do this just, <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm just gonna triangulate my wife in the white house yeah with this single receiver also like uh, do, does his does his dad know he works at seti because like it seems like he he worked at seti right i don't know what that is seti yep. the search for extraterrestrial intelligence oh this is definitely not where he worked yeah I was oh, well, sure where was it there. that he worked some news place i think then how did he decode the signal? I thought that that was... Because he went to MIT for eight years. But, like, why did he have the equipment? I They kind of, like, glanced over all that stuff. Yeah, very unclear. Yeah. Like, I'm sure everyone who goes to MIT doesn't listen to the background radiation noise of space. Maybe they do. Yeah. You don't know. I think it's because they were having signal issues because of the satellites were being taken over. Yeah. So they called him in to help them get access, and then when he was looking at the stuff, he found the hidden signal. Okay, so he was actually a cable guy? I guess. 
Huh. Yeah. It, it's the movie goes I, over it very quickly. I really could. I swear to God, I could have sworn he worked at SETI. Because I guess they show me like SETI and then they show me him. Yes, that is the order. Yeah. And like normally in film, when you're shown mm-hmm. one thing and then another. <laughs> yes. No, like I, I agree with you. It's not the greatest transition. Um, like I just thought that like either his dad didn't respect the search for extraterrestrial intelligence or he worked at SETI secretly. No, no. Like I said, I th- I think he's literally Maybe it was so secret. It was even a secret to the audience. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, this movie's a little His half-baked in parts. Casting lists him as an MIT-educated satellite engineer and technological expert. Okay. Look, Which Tepper, doesn't really when clarify. Your movies, when your movie's two and a half hours long, it's really hard to bake the middle without burning the outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Also, the guy who sounds like he's got throat cancer. They just kind of killed so him. I'm so glad he's gone. Wow. <laughs> I wish he was never there. Wow. Why Why did they... Like, what would the, was the casting call? Like, guy man with throat cancer. who can be, like, weird, like, obvious gay insert, but, like, horrible voice. Absolutely horrible voice. We need to make sure... That every second you're on screen, the audience is thinking every word he says is like nails in a chalkboard in my mind. Hey, we can't discriminate against people who sound like they have throat cancer. We can, though. We already discriminate (laughs) against ugly people in films. Like, no one in the film is hideous. They should all sound good, too. It's the only two senses I'm going to use to interface with this medium. I, I, I think, okay, voice is a minor problem. Bigger problem is, why give him that much screen time and then just murder his ass? I, that's a really good question. Why was he on a road? Why was he driving towards the middle of the, the saucer? He, especially when he was already warned to leave town. Oh, man. Yeah, he had, it's, yeah. I feel like he won like an Independence Day raffle from like a chip contest and got to be in the movie. Like that's the only explanation is that he like was he... picked at random from the populace. Have you not seen that actor in things before? No. I'm trying to remember his name. Scratchy. I definitely feel voice. like I recognize him from something, but yeah. I can't remember what. Is it silent film? <laughs> Um. <laughs> Anyways, though I got a question. So, what scene got the military funding pulled from this movie? Uh, it just the trivia just says Area Fifty One references. Okay, that's what I figured. Although, like, admittedly, when they went in there and said we're going to make an air a movie about aliens invading earth and we'd like the military to be involved surely the guys in that room have heard that pitch before and every one of those pitches has involved area 51 like right i'm i'm more surprised this movie is extremely friendly toward the military like i'm surprised they pulled funding for like a trivial reason like that because like it makes these guys look great Oh, yeah. 
the U.S. military saves the world? Like, whew. That's good. But yeah. You know, like, it's kind of weird because, like, despite this movie being two and a half hours long, surprisingly, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I feel so similar. Yeah, it was just very by the books. Uh, so there isn't a lot for me to, like, say about it. I still had, like, a fine enough time. Yeah, but like... It's very formulaic. Yeah. Like, like I definitely enjoyed it, but it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fell asleep for half an hour, but that is very much a comment on my current sleep schedule and not this movie. So, I think that, like... It's interesting, because, like... I've been playing some old video games, and I think this might suffer from the same thing of, like, it might just be that every action movie that's come out in the last 20 years has done what this did better because they saw this. It's Seinfeld effect. Correct. Where you yeah. go back and you watch Seinfeld and you're like, I, I don't understand, like, th- why this is so funny. And you go like, oh, but imagine this was the first time you'd ever seen any of these ideas before. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the same deal as, like, uh, I'd have to check, like, what disaster movies came before and after, but, like, I'm sure this was, like, probably one of the very early movies to just fucking destroy a whole bunch of major U.S. locations and, like, well, that detail, too. And, like, it, it has a lot of the elements of, like, the proto-Marvel movie. Yeah. But the Marvel movies obviously have do such a better job... Of, like, making us give a fuck about the people because they're people whose names we already know and we're just waiting for them to put on the suit that makes them special. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, like, it, uh, Marvel movies come with built-in brand recognition. Like, when you sit down to watch Captain America, like, you already know. Like, you already have an attachment yeah. to that. Whereas with this, it's like, oh, a lot of these characters I don't care about nearly as much. Yeah, but, like, watching this really reminded me of watching... What is it, Avengers 2, where the aliens attack New York? Nope, Avengers 1. Whatever, Avengers 1. Um, but, like, that movie where it's like, oh, yeah, you're, we're blowing up a bunch of buildings and shit, but, like, again, yeah, without the brand recognition. Yeah, basically. Oh, man, the fighters seemed weirdly ineffectual whenever they were trying to shoot anything on the ground. They were just, like... Shoot! Always shooting fireballs around anything. Yeah. Occasionally hitting cars, but I, I think it's because they weren't allowed to blow up the planes. Yeah, I mean, like, because they were like basically <sighs> because they were allowed to use a military base, so they just got to like set up some some explosions nearby things. Yeah, and yeah. Then, shoot some and gasoline then, in the air, and then superimpose the these ships and like, oh, I guess something has to shoot at this angle. Yeah. Yeah be interesting to like see the behind the scenes like making of this movie if they've got some of like how they did that stuff got this this like tagline an alien race destroys major cities of the world with their advanced weaponry however a geek a pilot the u.s president and a group of ragtag survivors unite to save mankind from annihilation ah yes ragtag survivors like the u.s military yeah yeah, no, Tepper, I agree. I, I expected to have a lot more to say about this movie. I think I expected it to be much better or much worse. I I honestly thought better. Like, I expected to like this movie way more than I do. And that's not to say this is a bad movie. It's just, like, 
it's fine. Yeah. I just thought it would be like more polarized. Like I thought I would have more uh, feelings about it. Yeah, yeah, like because uh, like especially since it's held up as such like a cultural touchstone, right? Like it's a huge disaster movie. Basically, everyone knows it or has heard of it. Or has seen, like, at least 20 seconds from it. If we want a more polarizing <laughs> movie to follow this up with, we should watch uh, Mars Attacks. Oh, Mars Attacks would be rad. Good fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this is a small spoiler for Mars Attacks, but when they fucking shake hands, and then, like, the hand detaches and, like, kills the president. Oof. Among many other good scenes in that movie. Top uh, 10 anime betrayals. I like the statement, like, small spoiler followed by how the president dies. <laughs> it's barely a spoiler, honestly. No, I know, it's just entertaining. Uh, but, like, actually, if so, if that is a childhood movie for someone, I haven't seen it start to finish. Ooh. I, I, I've I, seen yeah. I've seen large chunks of it, but it's been years, in, like, it's been many years since I watched it, and I would 100% be down to watch it again. Yeah, I would, I would call it. it. Sounds like Connor would as well. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think that'd be an excellent follow-up to this because it's obviously the same thing. It's a yeah. Kind of, it's a let's just keep watching the much. same movie but different iterations. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we'll watch War of the Worlds, and then we'll watch whatever the scary movie of War of the Worlds is called. I can't remember. What is that movie called? Disaster movie. Alien. It might be disaster movie. That sounds right. Yeah, Connor. Alien. <laughs> what? Alien is the alien. parody film we're, we're referencing. Yeah, no, I was looking for like... That the, classic the, comedy, <laughs> Alien. I was looking for the company that makes the, the parody movies, the scary movies and superhero movie. Yeah, I think Disaster Movie I is the one I heard Scary Movie. I was kind of only vaguely listening. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't referring to like a scary An alien actual movie. scary movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... Like title colon scary movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame because I have seen Alien. Because I would that would be fun to do for this podcast. Hell yeah, it would. I feel bad for who's ever childhood included Alien. I've not actually seen all of Alien, so we can do it on the table. Yeah, and, and I guess like it is basically childhood movie for me, like close enough. Yeah, I'd be down for that. But yeah, because because this movie's such like a huge yak, like culturally, just finish up my thought, like cultural touchstone and everything. Like yeah, like expect it to be better or like worse, like having not aged well. And, like, instead it's just, like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a thing that, as it ages, doesn't get better or worse. <laughs> but but people just keep improving on it. Um, yeah, like, there's nothing, like, particularly problematic that this movie does other than, like, the depiction of other countries. But... <sighs> And even expected. then, it's so fleeting. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, yeah. they don't even really have time to be offensive. Yeah. Like, there's this super, like, mild, like, homosexual joke where his friend's down on one knee with the ring. But even then, like, the the guy's just like, it's like, eh, it's none of my business. There's yeah, not, like... exactly. And, like, the setup for it, like, kind of made sense. I guess his friend is, I don't know why his friend decided to, like, demonstrate what being a kiss-ass was like. Because, like, we all get it man it's it's so like, that he it's so that he would be the only endearing character so his death would be meaningful right. yeah yeah i think it's it, like to like show him as kind of like the joker here's like the issue the though 
his death wasn't meaningful at all. <laughs> I, that's also what I was going to say, is, like, his death was not meaningful. Listen, I was asleep during it. I imagine it was very impactful. <laughs> um, what if I told you that he got sprayed in gasoline, like everything else in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and his death was fucking lame. Like, he just pulls off. Will Smith goes, like, don't do that. Guy does it. He gets shot and dies. And I'm like... And then he, like, takes off his mask and starts going, I can't breathe. And I go, like, Yeah, 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 yeah. You're well, a like, trained fighter pilot. Like, day one, don't take off the mask. Because, like, if he had done some cool trick, like, what I expected happened was for him to do some cool trick and, like, cause the ship to crash, like, the alien spaceship to crash, but sacrifice himself in the process. Yeah. And instead, he yeah. just died like a bitch. Like, he, it was he just, meaningless. Like, He's like, I'm going to do a cool trick, but then started freaking out and hyperventilating. And, just and then, and then and just... and, well, he didn't even crash. He got shot and died. And it was like, well, okay, I guess that's that then. Uh, it was lame. Yeah. Like, honestly, we could have just, like, fusioned a few characters together here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's imagine that the president had a wife who wasn't a business wife who was a stripper uh, I was just saying <laughs> I just had Will Smith on the side <laughs> I'm uh, just thinking like I like the president could have died in place of the pilot we wouldn't have needed the pilot I was gonna say leading into that scene I'm like oh right this is where the president sacrifices himself and then it's like nope oh yeah. right no it's where that guy sacrifices himself yeah you can't create orphans only half orphans <laughs> Well, you can't you can't create pre presidential orphans. Yeah, the only good thing about that scene was like the line, "Hey guys, I'm back," and then boom. Yeah. Like... Imagine having a president that had been abducted by aliens, though. <laughs> that would, oh. oh my god. That would have because if so we good. totally fuse those two characters together, then the president would have had to have been abducted by aliens. Just like oh my, it's like oh, oh just like movie starts like a president's been missing for like six months and is like living in an RV. <laughs> It's oh like, no, God. guys, aliens. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I don't have too much more to say about this movie. Anyone else have original thoughts on it? Oh, the opening was actually very good. Like, the yes. opening, both a shot yes. of the moon and then follow it with uh, like the end of the world is playing. I really mm. like the French solid. Uh, voiceover. Yeah, that really uh, <laughs> sold me on uh, the beginning of the movie. Look, the French are very keen on maintaining use of their language, so they aggressively release content in French, and it just so happens that robots are not incredibly good at telling when French is the main track instead of English. <laughs> I think this is what the fourth movie that we've had where this is this that, has happened. That sounds right, guys. There's so many French movies. I just keep finding them, and like, so like Plex is smart enough to play it in English because the tracks are labeled French and English, and like Plex knows if there's a language called English, I'll play that one. But VLC just plays track zero, which is French. Anyway, this is really thrilling content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the French thing uh, aside, yes, I, I agree with John. The opening was uh, was excellent. 
like the shadow crawling over the moon and yeah, everything well, like, like all all of those characters that don't matter like who first got the signal like they were actually kind of interesting like they were yeah, yeah they started as real people more than a lot of the actual cast <laughs> yeah the guy doing mini golf there's just, just kind of the... like one weird thing that i want to point out about this movie that like kind of gets lost in the jumble of how fucking long it is but the date transitions mm. oh Mm, yeah where it like cuts to black and it goes like july 2 yeah yeah letters well, fly they, away they're really leaning <laughs> the into the whole like independence day thing yeah it's oh, weird no, no. That, like like i i get it yeah it's just like it's weird that it really went out of its way to put 3d letters on the screen alone by themselves three separate times in this movie like you'd you'd almost like expect it to star wipe after that like, like it, it should literally fade through the American flag. Like, <laughs> yeah, like normally you would be like, you'd have like the digital like text pop up and it would type it or something like something that actually looks more in movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a subtitle on the screen, but no, it like just cuts like this is fucking Majora's mask. And it's just like, <laughs> it wasn't a spaceship. It was the moon. The moon was crashing into the earth. Well, that's actually the backup plan to get rid of the aliens. <laughs> it just, like, it was just so odd, but it it stands so out. Like, when you remember this movie, you do not remember that happening. Like, the fact that it goes, like, just so you know, July 2nd. <laughs> it was very, like, forgettable. Also, this movie happens in the core universe. Um, the Project Destiny was built as a failsafe in case of another alien invasion. Make the Earth uh, unusable by the aliens. Makes sense. By makes, stopping the core. Makes more sense than its goal of, like, rendering the world useless for the Russians or whatever they said oh, in the core. Was... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I, uh, love, I just love the sentence... Render the world useless for the Russians. <laughs> I mean, it's basically their it's basically their mo as America. Um, <laughs> the Russians can't have it. Going to nuke the world. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. I think we can go to Tepper's Tops unless someone else has something else to say. I, I'm very interested in Tepper's Tops. I'll be honest. I haven't had anything to say literally this whole time. <laughs> Yeah, you've, you've been remarkably quiet. It's just a fine movie. I had fun, but that doesn't mean it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, oh, are we, like, cutting you off or anything? But whenever you talk, you just kind of go like, and I have nothing to say, because this movie is fine. This movie is just aggressively fine. All right. Do we, anyone got a musical transition? Or are we just here now? Is there a signal uh, hidden hidden in our satellite feed? Reads Tepper's Tops. This whole time, ultrasonically. Just says Tepper's Tops, yeah. Shauna, be sure to add that in post. <laughs> it's slowly counting down to Tepper's Tops. <laughs> what happens then? Checkmate. He used that a lot. Yeah. I like I really wanted like Inigo Montoya to show up and go like, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. 
Man, man, uh, uh, one more thing for the transition. I kind of feel bad for that alien they put a rocket through. Like, that that dude was just doing his 9-to-5 job, you know, ship comes in, ship goes out, and then one of the ships just puts a fucking rocket through his chest. Like, so, that's rough. Are you guys familiar with the engineering concept of fail open versus fail closed? Yeah. Like, no. the idea... Of- so the idea is like, okay, um, fire doors, they should fail closed. So if the thing that makes them go fails, they should close themselves in case yeah, of a yeah. fire. But then there are other things where you go like, if this fails, it should just be left open. Yeah. Why do the docking clamps in that spaceship <laughs> fail open? Like I blow up the control room and it just goes like, release all the clamps. <laughs> it just seems like they would like, Stay closed. Nah. Um. Okay. But but yeah, that was kind of my like last thing that came came to my mind. Um. This movie, where to put it on Tepper Stops? Uh. I think put this one in the number twenty-seven slot. Twenty-seven below Sister Act and knocking out eight-legged freaks. Securing your lead ahead of Shauna even more slightly. Woo! And then I guess for villain, aliens, of course. Um, those aliens were pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Like that whole scene in the laboratory was like. Yeah, and they were like, like very, like smart overall, like very well yeah, yeah. attack. Yeah. Pretty imposing. I like how they were used pretty sparingly. Yeah, yeah, they weren't, like, shoved in our face too much. I agree with all the things people have said. Um, yeah, even with the scene of, like, a hun- like a hundred aliens at the very end of the movie, or, or, like, aliens per minute in that movie was still probably, like, under one. Yeah, and, like, even that, it was, like, zoomed out enough where it's pretty minor. Yeah. Um, I think put this put aliens in the number 14 slot below the horned king from black cauldron and knocking out zorg from fifth element respectable Uh, that's the number 15 slot i said 14 no that's 14 that's 14 oh Right, because one is... Sorry, yeah. I look at the numbers on the side. I look at the other numbers on the side. So you want it to be above the Horned King? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was looking Below at the cell number computer. because I was scrolled over, so it messed me up. I agree that War Computer is better. <laughs> I understood its motivations more. <laughs> um, And then I think for one minor other change if that is fine uh put kent mansley uh above loveless oh i was i was ready to cancel you but you're right when (laughs) sometimes you make correct changes to the list yeah mansley is just one that has continued to like stick with me of like nah he's really good and, like, he might even go further up over time. 
Um, just that whole scene where, like, hey, what's up, champ? Slugger. Like, when he just goes through the whole fucking list, like, oh, that's so good. Kent Mansley worked for the government. <laughs> Slams the door in his face. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, yeah. We definitely have business dads. Is it Will Smith? So many. Is it the president? Is it I think both? the president. I think the president. It could be both. Because, yeah. like, technically Will Smith was business stepdad. And, like, the president is so dad by the end of this movie. Mm. He's he's the only dad. Like, there's no mom. He's so dad, <laughs> you don't even need a mom anymore. And, and he's so business that he's both the president and a fighter pilot. <laughs> and uh, mild spoilers, according to IMDb, still the president tw- uh, 20, 20 years later in the sequel. What? <laughs> what? They just make him king? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Like, admittedly, the subtext of the end of this movie was like, you know what, maybe we should just hand over control of the country to the military. But like... <laughs> Oh, it just says he's the, okay. It says he's the president still. It doesn't say Maybe. like former president. So I don't know. Maybe he left after his first term. Came mm. back twenty years later. Eighteen years. Ran for president again. Won. Brought. I don't know what back. he'd be fucking doing. What would he? <laughs> fighter piloting the aliens. Um. Maybe he's just spending a lot of a lot of money trying to get people to put up mosquito nets or something like that. Like, <laughs> fuck. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I think I've beat malaria. Let's be the president again. <laughs> it's like, fuck, the aliens are back. It's like, Gah! every fucking time with these aliens. Okay. Um. Yeah, like I, I have no hard hard opinion on whether it's one or both. If it's going to be one, definitely the president. Especially knowing that he's president in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just like because I because I clicked on his name when we were trying to figure out who he was. It's just like, and his top credits were both movies as President Whit- Whitmore. Damn. I guess they called him President Forever. But like, what the fuck would he be doing in that movie? Just like the alien threat. We need your help. And he's like, I just fucking shot at him. And yeah. This guy told I, like, <laughs> it's it's like, in, it's our it's our Independence Day again. Do do one of those speeches. You know. Like the one you did yeah. in the first movie. Say the line, Bart. It's our Independence Day. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, President Business Dad is a pretty good uh, one to add to the list. Yeah. Pres- yeah, I think let's just, I, th- I think let's just go with, with him. President for life, Business Dad. Yeah. But, like, Spencer's right. He's both the most business and the most dad yeah like because like jeff goldblum doesn't have a kid he doesn't fail at business like i guess technically the business of a rabbi is to hand out sagely advice to the jewish people (laughs) which is what jeff goldblum's father does (laughs) true we do have a third business dad you're not wrong Oh. <laughs> this is our first triple business dad. 
For a second, I thought you were going to, like, relate that to the job of being the president. I, I thought you were going to say that Jeff Goldblum was just following in his father's footsteps and, like, giving out sagely wisdom of how to hack uh, aliens. Uh, but yeah, so president business dad. So he's definitely always business. He's not actively dead, but he doesn't fail at being dead either. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah, so I think... I guess put him... I guess put him in, like, the 29 slot? Oh, so he's... So he's very dead, you're feeling? Like, he's <sighs> well, leaning see, pretty like, dead, rather. Yeah, see, because, like, the thing is, is, like... A lot of the, like, dads on the upper side of the list are, like, really... Like, are pretty shitty people. Yeah. And, like, this guy's not shitty. So, like, I don't want to, like, put him next to, like, orange and egg business dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um... I'll have to, I'll have to think on this one a little bit. Yeah. Like, he, he might... He, his position might change. Yeah, I guess we do have kind of a lot of, like, kind of middling... And then a lot of aggressive business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess we can add the president's daughter and the stripper's son. Yeah. To Never End the Glory. Sure. Um, they probably had names, maybe. David and... Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure her name was Goliath. That'd be a good name. Uh, Marilyn, that would actually be a good name. Marilyn Whitmore is probably the wife. Yeah. Uh, Patricia. Oh, fighting against Rat so far in that bracket. <laughs> David will just ask his mom to go distract Rat. All right, well... That's it for Tipper's Tops. I'm down to wrap this up because I'm really hungry. But obviously final thoughts from people and stuff. Yeah, I think we did our thoughts. I think everyone's content enough. Yeah, it was fine. Let's rate it up. Uh, I give this movie like thousands of tiny fighter ships out of thousands of much larger laser ships out of one giant mothership i'm going to give this movie 23 out of the 50 stars on the american flag that's pretty good i rate this movie it's fine out of good <laughs> ouch this might be the harshest rating anyone's given one of these movies yet um I give this movie a string of of binary counting down out of one Jeff Goldblum. Uh, as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube. Follow the link in the description. 